Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. Trying to be like, yes, I can do anything. I'm the best. Hire me. And then I just panicked and was like, why did you say that? Hey, everyone, and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Emma and I'm a third year journalism student who's teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah is a HR and recruitment professional and together we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks and behind the scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey Em and welcome back everyone. This week's Shoot Your Shot shout out goes to our listener, Emily. So you might remember Emily from one of our previous episodes. She used to work in higher education and she hadn't interviewed for a role in five years. She said her confidence was really low and she was struggling to find what her transferable skills were. So we dedicated a Q&A episode to her um, about finding transferable skills after redundancy. That's right. Last week, Emily reached out to us and told us she's about to start a new role in a position that needs all of the soft skills from her last role, including conflict resolution, strong communication skills, and working with a diverse range of people to find solutions. She says, I felt really prepared for the interview thanks to all of your tips. Congratulations, Emily. We're so stoked for you and we're glad we helped you gain your confidence back. Um, If you're out there and you liked one of our episodes, you've used some of our tips, or you want to request an episode specifically on your situation or your industry, slide into our DMs on Instagram. Absolutely. We want to make the content that you want to hear, so hit us up. Also, just a reminder that for the month of September, you can book in a one-on-one interview coaching session with our very own HR top doggy, Sarah, for 20% off. Sarah, give us the rundown, quick crash course, what happens in an interview prep session. Yeah, so I've done a few of these now. So before the session, I deep dive into your CV, uh, the job you're applying for, and I actually put on my recruiter hat to pretend that I was hiring from that role. I work out exactly what questions I would be asking you so that we can prepare for them. Uh, We go through all of your best bits of your career that you want to make sure you bring up. We make sure you nail your introductory tell me about yourself question and we practice your uh, responses to the interview questions I've prepared and you get live coaching um, and a prep document to use afterwards and it's all recorded so you can even watch it back if you want to. What more could you ask for? Head to www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash coaching and use the code launch20 at checkout for a cheeky little discount. 
In this week's episode, we're diving back into the interview content and today we're talking about what to do when your mind goes blank or you panic in an interview. Yeah, I mean, when you get asked a question that you weren't expecting or um, something that you haven't prepared for or you're trying to remember something that happened in your past experience, sometimes if you don't think of an answer straight away, your mind just goes completely blank and then you're panicking, you're trying to think of something and you literally can't come up with anything. I've been in this exact situation before and it can be really, really scary because you're sitting there thinking, I can't even get out any sentences at the moment. Yeah. Then you're panicking. You're like, I'm taking too long. Let's just say something. It's just, it's not a good time. And it happens to so many people. I think the number one thing people struggle with is going blank in an interview. So hopefully Mm. this will be really valuable. So to get into some tips beforehand, if you're super nervous, things you can do to hopefully reduce the chances of having this blank and panicking. Mm. Just think of the interviewer as a human. They're not quite a friend, but they're not an enemy either. It's merely a conversation. It's not an interrogation. Yeah, and think about the fact that they really need someone in this job. They're trying to find someone to hire. They're not just trying to go out there and, you know, upset people. And they like you. You made it this far for a reason. So Mm. get rid of that imposter syndrome. You're doing great already. Also, a little little manipulation trick, sit up straight and don't fidget. It'll give the illusion that you're not panicking. You know, you can give off some very panicky, nervous energy with your body, body language. So, um, yeah, a little hot tip. But the main gist of this episode, we're going to get into what to do when they've actually asked you a question and the panicking's happened. You have opened your mouth. Nothing comes out. <laughs> yeah. You're freaking out. We're going we're gonna to talk about what you can actually do in that moment. So step one, cliche, but breathe. Just take a breath. Take Mm. a big breath. It's going to be okay. Reset your nervous system. Don't get into flight or fight mode. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. And also um, on that note, whilst you're taking a breath and thinking about the question, don't worry about too much silence. Um, After a few seconds in an interview, there's a way that like it feels like it's been 20 minutes that you've been sitting there in silence yeah. when it's actually only been like three seconds or something like that. So don't panic about there being a little bit of silence. Um, they're not going to think something's wrong. Um, if you're online, I mean, maybe you do Jay's trick and pretend that your computer's freezing or your audio's <laughs> lagging. Sorry, right? what was that? <laughs> Sarah, I no, think you're frozen. Three, two <laughs> no, seconds just... feels like a lifetime in an interview. It feels like, oh my God, it's been five minutes. But just remind yourself, a few seconds silence is okay. It shows you thinking about it. They're not going to be like, oh my God, Emma took two seconds. Get her out of here. Exactly. Um, yeah. My little hot tip, I've done this in an interview before. What you can do is say, oh, that's a really good question. Do you mind if I just take a minute to think about that one and actually take a minute? And Mm -hmm. you probably won't take a minute. I think I said this and then had, you know, probably six seconds and then something came to me and then I was able to say it. But it just takes that pressure off, buys you a bit of time by saying, oh, good question. And then, you know, asking and they'll be like, yeah, no worries. Take your time. And it just... There's no rules against doing that. You exactly. Can do that. Exactly. There's no rules in interviews that say that you can't ask them something back or that you can't ask for a little bit of time. Um, 
or that you can even refer to your notes. Like in obviously a video remote situation, you can have your notes right there, you know, behind the computer screen. Um, But in an interview, you can bring them in as well and refer to them in that moment as well. Why not? It's not a test. Yeah, it's not it's not a matter of memory. Like you can exactly. look down and see your non-negotiable dot points that you really wanted to talk about and try and figure out a way to work that in. Um, I think a lot of people feel like the note thing's a bit weird. Me me included at, at first <laughs> when we started this. I was like, mm, it's a bit weird. Surely no one brings in notes. But are you here to um, bust that myth and say it's totally normal and cool to bring in notes? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say it's common. I think most people would probably feel really awkward and hesitant. Yeah. But they're not testing your memory. Like, it's not like you're bringing in fake things that you haven't really done, you know? Like, you're just yeah, bringing in something. It's not like you're Googling the answers. Exactly. It's, it's just not your like experience it's a test. written in front of you. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. Bring um, in a cheat sheet. Yeah, by all means. I mean, if you were having like an interview that was, what's the Excel formula for whatever, and you actually had the answers brought in, okay, maybe they're going to have a problem with that. 99.99% of interviews though, it's not a memory test. No. Another little thing you can do is actually just admit to your interviewer that your mind's gone blank. Like if they've thrown you a curveball question, you can totally say, oh, wow, my mind's actually gone quite blank on that one. Do you mind if we come back to that at the end? And it just takes the pressure off and can just help you recover from that fight or flight mode that your body goes into. And you'll be subconsciously thinking about it for the rest of the interview. By the time it comes around again, you've had more time. Mm. You might not have the perfect answer, but you're going to be able to blurt something out compared to that panic that set in when you just had no idea what they were asking. Something else maybe has jogged your memory as well um, as you've been asking or answering other questions as you've gone along. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, you can definitely say to them, um, do you mind if we come back to that question? I just, I think I'll be able to come up with a better example if we come back to it. Say something yeah, like that. Love um, that. Again, yeah. No rules. Um, another hot tip, you can ask for a prompt. I think this is good if mm. you're, um, if you're in the middle of an answer and you've got a bit carried away or maybe they didn't answer, the, they didn't put the question that clearly. You can just say, oh, yeah. sorry where was I then or or could you rephrase that and often they will reword the way they've asked you the question and it'll yeah. buy you more time and also maybe make it a bit clearer if it was a bit of a weird question yes I sometimes am trying to ask a question on the fly um, based on something that they've said and I'm thinking as I'm asking the question and it doesn't necessarily come out that clear. And I know that's really unfair, but this happens with interviewers all the time. Yeah, um, they're just Most people. people who are interviewing you are not going to be professional interviewers. They're going to be kind of, you know, making it up on their, um, as they go along. And they might have asked you a question in a really strange way and not really made it very clear. So if you ask them, um, do you mind, um, sorry, do you mind just asking me that question again? buys you a little bit of time, they will rephrase it maybe a little bit clearer so that you can take some time to start thinking about, okay, what examples am I going to use? What bits of my experience am I going to draw out here? Hey, Job Hunters, big news. Our all-new course, Interview Academy, is live and ready to transform your interview game. It's all the strategies from Sarah's one-on-one coaching, but without the limited time slots. Yep, it takes you step-by-step-by-step through crafting your career story, coming up with your awesome best bits, and all the practice you need. And guess what? 
It's at a special launch price, never to be seen again. Get more information at interviewboss.com.au forward slash interview dash academy. It's linked in the show notes below. Definitely. And something else you can do, which I gave an example of in our um, last episode where we gave a little mock interview, Mm. is you can restart your question if you got one or two sentences in and you didn't like where you were going or you realized you weren't really answering the question. Obviously, you can't do this if you've just spent, you know, a whole answer and say, oh, actually, I want to do that again. (laughs) But if you started off and you're like, oh, actually, you can totally say, sorry, I'm going to start that again if you don't mind. I'm going to go a different way with that. And then just go in, take a breath, go in with your new answer. That's totally okay. Again, they don't expect you to have like rehearsed all of this. It's not like they're recording you to be on a video or you have to get it perfect the first go. Um, You know, if you just said something like if you're going off a tangent, right, and you started it and you realized halfway, oh, I just thought of something better. You could say, actually, um, I just thought of a better example. So I'm going to start again, if you don't mind. And then launch into your example or whatever answer it was. Nothing wrong with that sure. at all. And there are no rules. They're gonna, they're gonna appreciate that because another little tip is that, or something to remember is that mistakes will happen, and they're actually looking for flexibility and resilience over perfection any day. Mm. They're not looking to, for you to give a perfectly rehearsed answer. They want to see that you're just resilient, can have a go, can adapt. Yeah, you know, and, and if, have a go with any of the curveballs. And actually, I think if you came in and. Um, and answered everything like a robot. Great question. The answer to that is blah blah blah. I think I'd be a, re- a bit put off by someone who didn't yeah, show that they were human in an interview. <laughs> yeah, and a bit of a you know, if all else fails, smile and just say something. Say anything mm. because it's better to finish saying something half confidently. Just spit something out. Finish the sentence. Even if it's a bit vague, it's better to do that than to just literally be sitting there saying nothing. And it's going to happen sometimes. I'm sure some people listening are like, I have literally sat there before and for a prolonged time not been able to say anything. Mm -hmm. But just spit something out. Even if at the end you're like, oh, that was just a terrible answer. You've said something. You haven't awkwardly sat there locking eyes with them. Yeah, it can help as well if you start off general. Um, I find that people tend to get stuck um, when you've asked them for a specific example of something because they're trying to go through their memory. And that's kind, that can be quite hard under pressure to go through your memory. Um, so if you can't come up with a specific example and you're struggling, start by answering the question generally. So say they'd ask you yeah. for um, a time where you dealt with a difficult customer and you your mind just went blank. You couldn't think of a good example. The only example you could think of was kind of a weird one that didn't have a good resolution. You could just say, oh, okay, yeah, well, I actually dealt with a lot of difficult customers in my job at X. Um, My approach to it is blah, 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 blah. And then it buys you a little bit more time to put yourself back in the memory of that job, talking about how you would approach situations. And then you might be better placed to come up with a specific example. Yeah, that's on that note. um, That's what I was going to say. If they throw you a curveball question that you just totally weren't expecting, haven't prepared Mm -hmm. for that. You can focus on first saying the messages that you've prepared and worked on and then link back like what you were just saying. Mm-hmm. But I have an example to give. So say they ask you, I've got to find it. Say they ask you, if you were a car, what model would you be? That's something that's going to totally throw you because I, for one, I'd be like, oh my God, I don't know any car models. Um, <laughs> oh geez. And you'd be racking your brain trying to think yeah. of one. And like, I would just freak out. 
a good way to handle that is to just start talking about you know who you are in general and then it'll come to you for an, so for an example mm. you could be like well most of my new projects at my job have been about opening new markets i get called in to do all the research and start the campaign and identify our key customers i'm kind of the go-to person to get things going so you know what much like the engine of a car so i suppose i might be like a sports car or a racing car and it kind of mm. comes to you at the end and you can figure it out there. So instead yeah. of panicking and trying to think of the weird curveball question first, just start spitting out one of your generic answers that you've already prepared and it'll come to you later. Yeah, start with the generalized stuff first. You know, talk about um, how you would how you would describe yourself and then as yeah. you're talking, you might be able to think of how you can link that to a car. Yeah, great example. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think something something to keep in mind overall with this um, concept of freaking out and not being able to answer an interview question, I've had this happen to me where I was actually kind of missing, not missing, maybe a bit light on experience for one of the things that was a real important part of this role. Um, and I didn't realize how much of a priority it was until I was actually in the interview. And they kept asking me more and more questions about how I designed learning and development programs. Um, and I didn't have a lot to talk about, like genuinely, not that I couldn't remember it. I just hadn't done a huge amount of that in my career. Um, and so sometimes that might be why you're struggling to answer the question. Um, and that's okay. It's okay to not have all of the experience that they're after and you don't have to keep trying to fake it to come up with more things. Um, you can kind of stop and say, look, um, you know, it hasn't been something that's featured a lot in my career because of X, Y, Z. Um, it's always been someone else's responsibility, something like that. Um, but I'm really passionate about it and, you know, um, confident really in my learn. ability to learn more. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Don't do what kinda... I did. And in my gap year position, um, panicked when they said at the end informally in conversation oh can you also drive a manual and like a car and I said yep yep I said yes before they even finished the sentence I was just so trying to be like yes I can do anything I'm the best hire me and then I just panicked and was like why did you say that so then I had two weeks to drive a manual and I remember this I did calling me being like Sarah I told them I could drive a manual (laughs) and I don't know why I did it and it's not just any manual. It's like the big work ute. It's a ute. Like, it was a big BT-50, like a big, yeah. And, and for American it, listers, it that means that's a truck, a ute, I guess. Yeah. And it wasn't even like essential to my role. It was just like it would have been, you know, extra helpful. And if I had said no, they would have been like, oh, that's all right. You can drive your car or the other car. But I just wanted to be an overachiever as always. Yeah. Um, and then I frantically had to – no one in my family even owned a manual. So I had to hit up all my P-plate friends and be like, quick, take me for a drive. I've got two <laughs> weeks to learn. And but you yeah, did I it. played it off. I did it. So that's not a good but, piece of know, advice. Do, Don't lie. No, 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 no. Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> it's like you see all the TikToks about people who um, lied on their resume about being good with Excel, and now they've got to work out how to use it yeah. in the job. It's not going to work out well for you if you don't know how to do something. You're better off to be honest yeah. up front, and then if they for do sure. take you on for the role, maybe they'll help you or train you with learning. How to drive a manual, or maybe Emma, you yeah, could have maybe. just driven your own car, and they maybe <laughs> you didn't even have to learn. That's not how I like to do things, though. <laughs> I like to live chaotically. Anyway, um, 
that's it for today. I hope that that's eased some of your anxieties. I think the take-home message there is breathe. It's going to be okay. Buy yourself some time. There's nothing Mm. wrong with saying, admitting your mind's gone blank. Can we come back to that? Can you repeat that? Like, I think people think that's illegal and that you can't do that. But like... (laughs) you're the things boss. that feel illegal interview. but aren't There's no rules yeah um <laughs> bring some notes in it's not illegal it's okay it's okay to admit if you truly don't know something and yeah. that you're not sure definitely oh, that's really interesting i actually haven't come across that in my time so i probably can't really elaborate on that but something i'm definitely keen to learn it's okay not to know it all yep exactly i think that's a great trait cool. we might do some um we might do some polls on our stories um about you know, things people have panicked and said in interviews because I was talking to my friend just last night about this episode and she said that um, at an interview for a bar job, they asked her what she likes to do in her spare time and she said she panicked and said party like because she genuinely did like to party and then worked it back to be like, oh, so, you know, in this job I can really understand the, you know, relate to my patrons and it worked out because like she got the job. <laughs> so we want to hear from you what are are some things you panicked and said in an interview and then regretted later that's great (laughs) and if you could one up emma's story of pretending to drive a manual um then we would love to hear about it let us know yeah amazing all right we'll be back in your ears next week thanks so much for listening thanks so much for listening to interview boss if you like hearing the sound of our voices Hit that follow button in Apple or on Spotify, or better yet, tell one of your friends how much you love the podcast. That's how we hit the charts and we can help even more people. For more advice, inspiration, and a supportive community and some fun polls, check us out on Instagram at InterviewBoss. we've been your job search besties and helped you in some way there's a cool way you can support the show shout us a virtual coffee we get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa if you keep us caffeinated we can keep the content coming <laughs>